Fisher and JP on 102.5 The Bone. Roger and... Roger and JP, 105 The Bone, Real Raw Radio, 800-771-1025-727-579-1025 the phone numbers. If you've got an opinion on what we're talking about, feel free to give us a call or follow us uh, at Roger and JP on Twitter, on Instagram, and on Facebook. Hey, Monica, yesterday you started talking about um, the Rays opening day, something about new food. You got all excited. We didn't get a chance to talk about it. I do have some good food. You know, and listen, I know, you know, there's always pros and cons for baseball, but and I guess, I guess sporting events in general. But man, the food is half, half the fun, isn't it? Like at a baseball game, yeah. Yeah, I mean, although I typically just think a dog and a beer, right? Isn't that like what people do? But um, they got Boring. new. Yeah, they got. I know. Apparently, so they got new menu items, and some of them are kind of cool. They're just also different. Um, is it just for opening day, or is it something that's going to be? On no, the no. Menu for the this will be. Season? Yeah, this will be for the season. You can have different options. Um, this. P and P pig and potato or whatever pierogi, <laughs> P and P pierogi, uh, okay. looks good. Potato pierogi with chorizo butter, sour cream, and fried onions. Now that I will eat. Like, you know, it sounds great until you know they made ten thousand of them before the game even started, and they've been sitting under a heat do lamp. They? I don't know. Can they? Or is that what they do? I don't know. Because that sounds like gourmet, but I kind of get the feeling that by the time you get to it. Any feeling of gourmet is long gone. In my head, there's people behind those uh, the, the the counter, and they've got the chef hat on, and there's like a big grill back there, and they have like yeah. all the uh, maybe not. But well, this- a lot of the a lot of the stuff these days are you know as you, as you mentioned like you know the food at all games these days. I feel like every stadium now yeah. has higher end food items. It's not just right. dogs anymore, and they do have the the guy in the chef's hat cooking in front of you, or they've got uh, the the Asian guy making sushi oh, right in front of you, you know, that kind of stuff. Well, here's the thing. At the Islander game, they had an Asian guy standing behind the sushi, but he ain't make nothing. <laughs> like, he was sure? Just, he was just standing there. I'm like, I think this is just for show. I'm pretty sure. Well, try this on for size, and how, how do I just want this in my life? A foot Long tater tot. What? There you go. What? Is it around the hot dog? Like, is the hot dog around? It just says, house-made tater tot, bacon, sour cream, and scallions. You know what my favorite part about that is? No cheese. A lot of times people just put cheese on there because they just think people want it. It's tater tot, bacon, sour cream, and scallions, and it's a foot long. If it's a foot long, do you, are you eating it hot dog style, like in a bun? I think so. Yeah, or like maybe a knife and you can't pick yeah, it up. Yeah, I'm guessing can that's you? that's a fork item. I'm, yeah. I'm, you're sharing it. You know, I'm guessing it's like uh, right, picturing but like say, a baked potato or something like that, but replacing the potato part with the tater tot. Right, but there's not a plate or anything that's going to sit on it a foot long. Well, it's going to be in some sort of container. They're not going to just dump it in your hands. But and go here, hold this foot long <laughs> tater tot. <laughs> to me, that sounds that, sound, that sounds like you would eat it like. In a hot dog, but like in a bun, you know what I'm saying? Like hold it like a hot dog, eat it like a hot dog. If it's a yeah. foot long, but then yeah, exactly. If you think about like, so is that the size of a keyboard or a keyboard longer? I'm looking at my keyboard now. The keyboard it's about might the be same. Long. Is well, it? Keyboard's a little bit bigger. Okay, so like just kind of. So I think you're right. Hold on, let me just rip it out real quick. Let's okay, stand by. That. <laughs> Both of you together gonna measure it? Or, um, <laughs> wow. <laughs> um, so so the, I think that a knife and a because. If it's just raw, like if it's just a tater tot, do you lift it up and put it in your mouth like an like a tater I'm sorry? tot? Sorry, put it in. What was that? Nothing. Trash. Mother. <laughs> I'm picturing, like you said, like knife and fork, or at least just a fork, where you're just spreading out all the what's on it: sour cream. What else? Bacon, sour cream, and scallions, and it's just all over it. Mm. Yeah. 
I'm picturing you just spread the sour cream out, even bite, even amount of bacon, sour cream, yeah. take your fork, dig in. Would you would you share Brett with me the foot long tater tot? Of course, you I can have it. you can have six inches if you if you'd like. <laughs> Maybe I want more. We'll start off with six, okay. and we'll see what happens. You don't know extra sour cream, please. <laughs> <laughs> we'll see what happens at the end. You know, maybe we'll find some extra sour cream uh, laying around. You never um, know. This and this isn't food, but this is probably I I just love this idea. Um, Mobile ordering is now introduced. So it says fans can reduce wait time and get back to the game sooner by ordering their favorite concessions with the MOB Ballpark app. Your favorite, right? You got to download the app, Brett. Uh, the Rays and MOB have partnered with technology company, blah, 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 um, to improve mobile ordering and payments. It can be used to purchase merchandise and upgrade tickets. Yeah, I feel like they're, they're transitioning that way. The MOB app. Uh, the ballpark app, because I remember when I went to Houston a few years ago and went to the Yankees-Astros game there, the tickets, ha- the only way to get the tickets for that particular game, uh, you had to download the app and then show it within within the app. So I feel like over the years, they're trying to push everything I tell you, to though, this app. I miss, I know Monica can call me old school, I miss having ticket stubs. Yeah. I do. Mm-hmm. I miss... You know, you know, you can buy them. I know it's, I know it's kind of, I know, I know, no, you, can, I don't you, can, you can buy them online and to that exact, to the event that you went to and it'll have the date, right. it'll have everything. It'll look, it'll be a ticket stub. But it kind of sucks now. Like if, let's just say you go to a big event, like you go to the NCAA, the final four mm-hmm. or whatever, what, you know, mm-hmm. and that's almost like a trophy from the event is having that stub. Like I went to the Super Bowl 20 years ago, I guess at this point, I got that stub somewhere. When I went to the, but it's cool to go through, like to go, but you know, I mean, right? You're not. It's not something you're going to try to look at every day. But a bunch of years go by, and you're looking for something else, and then you come across the shoebox, and you mm-hmm. open it up, and then you start going through it, and you see old ticket stubs or old mm-hmm. pictures and that kind of stuff. That's just fun. Like you're not going to get that with all this digital tickets. You can, stuff. but it's I a mean, it's a little bit of a process now. Like you, you can, can screenshot it, screenshot right, it, the and same. then send it to yourself, and then print it out. Or no, you know. <laughs> who now wants to do that? Right. It's a you can do it. So it's a it's, but it's a process. I, I had a buddy of mine on Facebook. I don't think he's really doing it anymore, but he's in the record business, and like every day of the week, he would have a stub from. A con- or yeah, you know, maybe not every day, but a bunch of days out of the week. Like he did it as a almost like a series, where he'd have a, a concert that he went to. Yeah, and I'd be mm-hmm. like, oh, I went to that one. Oh, I was at that one. I didn't <laughs> even know that tour existed. <laughs> I, I, like I would love to have that box of. It's not memorabilia, but that box of stuff to go through every once in a while. It's a feel-good thing, Yeah, well, it? and I think a lot of shows, because they know, I mean, people know that now there's electronic tickets and you're just not going to have a stub. I know when I went to um, New Kids on the Block, um, which I do want to remember with my family, and it, we were on the floor. It was a fun event. Um, they gave a, a commemorative ticket in their in their VIP package, so it had like a, mm-hmm. um, it, had, it was like a ticket stuff that we're never going to use, and I still have that. And then they also gave a commemorative like lanyard with a little, VIP pass thingy in it that they had that that would had the dates and everything. So you, I have two things from that concert that are exactly what you said that I can go through my memorabilia right. and look. And I think maybe you, concerts are are going towards that. Were you in the VIP section on your own, or were you with Rich White? I was with <laughs> I was with two Rich Browns or two <laughs> two medium Browns. <laughs> rich White. Mm. It was nice. <laughs> I, I can I can get used to that. How could you not? It was. It was I don't know, man. You have a funny story. I remember, I don't know, maybe about a year or so ago. That was 
It might have been right before COVID. I don't remember. Or, you know, when COVID took a little bit of an intermission and people were starting to do things again. And I was on the phone with Vinny Tickets. He was going to see something on Broadway. And his phone died. Mm. <laughs> All the tickets oh, were electronic on his phone. So his phone died. So he asked him, he's like, listen, all my tickets are on here. He, he had his whole family with him. There was like six people. And so he had him, his wife, his two kids. And I think each friend took, brought a friend. Each kid brought a friend, whatever it was. Mm. And everything, I think it was like frozen on Broadway, something along those lines. And he had everything. <laughs> and he's like, he's like, bro, he was like, my phone died. I couldn't get the tickets. Like I had to then. You know, uh, get a charger. Uh, Good thing my, my, my daughter's friend had a charger in her bag. And, and then, it's like, I had to go into a place next door, ask if I could charge it long enough just to get the phone uh, to turn back on uh, so we can then get his family. Into Good Lord. Yeah. yeah that's, and that's rule number one. Uh, that's always the fear in general, but specifically there. Yeah. Hey, Pork Chop, line three. What's up, man? Hey, what's going on, JP? Hey, man. Hey, uh, there's nothing wrong with being old school, I don't think. No. I mean, I not for not, one of my bucket lists was the Rose Bowl. And remember when Vince Young beat, us, beat Michigan single-handedly? I still have the program. I still have my tickets done. Yeah. Um, you can go back to the first concert that I went to see, which was at the Toledo Speedway Jam. And I, ACDC was the closing act. So what's wrong with having something that you can see, touch? You know, I, I reflect back on all my ticket stubs. Right. But I would it's nice. never I would never I would never Monica, I would never reach out on a website to get a ticket stub because I'm almost positive I can guarantee you that there are people that are getting those stubs that never attended the event. Oh, no, they're fake. They're, like, they're specifically made up for for the yeah. event. They're not even yeah. trying to be real. Oh, Thanks. okay. I thought that. I mean, my misunderstanding. It's all right. Thanks, poor job. <laughs> and, you know, it's a decent business for people who really, really, really want that. But I understand the nostalgia of it all. But what, what weirds me out, like, your kids... Uh, JP and, and obviously Jason, yeah, uh, J- Jason Brett. When he gets older, like when they mm-hmm. go to concerts, there they'll be like, "What do you mean we had to have a physical? What do you what? Well, that's weird. Like it would yeah. be an odd thing to them." About three years ago, I took my son to a record store for the first time. The look on his face, <laughs> because <laughs> because as far as he knows, art and music, artwork and music. You know, music doesn't. Music is on my phone. Music is, yeah. is, is uh, music doesn't have art. Doesn't have anything. So when I started showing him the Iron Maiden album covers and the Metallica stuff and all that kind of like, I just saw these eyes just open, yeah. giant. I was in that store with him for a good hour. And finally, I had to be the one to say, hey, man, let's get out of here. <laughs> oh, that's cool. Yeah, you that was had, great. You could have had the, oh, who cares, Dad? Let's go. Can we go? And you It know. was great. Now, listen, all of my CDs, and there's a couple thousand of them, have been on this shelving thing that I have in my garage, like buried in the back. So they were there. He just, he never even goes to look at it because there's no CD player in the house. He actually made fun of me because my truck had the CD player the other day. He's like, have you ever abused it? I go, no, I have no reason to. To the where my wife said, well, then maybe it's time for us to get rid of all these CDs. She's not wrong. 
I but, know I mean, they but have to. I, I know, I know, but... I know they have to go. There's no. I haven't looked at them. I, I I haven't looked at them in years. I haven't grabbed any of them in years. They're serving zero purpose in my life, yeah. other than the fact that she's got something to hold over my head because I tell her she doesn't throw anything out. <laughs> And then she's be like, "Oh yeah, Mr. CDs." And I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> so part of me is like just looking to get rid of them. You have to, if you do, JP, you have to literally go through every single song and every single track and make sure they're in your phone or somewhere. You have, right. you can't, well, you have I to can't. digitally have every single one. But the problem is now none of the computers that I have, you know, over the last few computers, nothing has a CD player. You have to, all right. So like the computers that I've built, you know, over the years, not built. But like right. the the the, uh, the specs online that CD they wrong. make, yeah, I have to re- purposely request it. Yeah, just to, what uh, I was gonna say is just go on Spotify and then get them all and like. No, sure. listen, I'm not trying to get myself out of a job. You got to remember, my other show is a rock show. I know, but it's Spotify has <laughs> been around for a while. You still have a job. I don't know that it's going to put you out of business. However, how else are you going to get? Like you're going to. That's the best way to ensure you have all of your tracks. To be quite honest with you, I've bought stuff at this point. There are some albums that I, I've probably bought back in black from ACDC four times in my life. <laughs> probably. You know, a lot of well, that you- stuff, a lot of that stuff when iTunes was first a thing, all those CDs that are in the garage yeah. were on that. I had over the course of probably a year, year and a half, taken all that music and put it on, on the phone. Dude, so wait so, a minute. But some of it's there now, some of it's not there. It's oh, some you, of, oh yeah. I'm itching to organize all of this. I feel like you have duplicates. I feel like no, it needs to be organized. No, but it's weird because now I want to get rid of all the CDs, but I feel like if I sell them, people are going to think I'm like a... I don't know. I don't know if the right thing to do is to sell them. people on what they think. You do get, what you need to do for you, and I think that you need to get rid of, of CDs because it's not 1995 anymore. I wouldn't even know what to say. If there's 2,000 CDs back there, and there's probably somewhere near that number. What am I selling them for? Here's twenty bucks. It depends. No, you know, five you gotta, you're not going to get twenty bucks out of any of them. Well, you got to look up. You know, if you're going to sell them to a, a used record store, you know, you're going to get fifty cents to a dollar yeah. per CD, unless it's something like super rare. Uh, but otherwise, you know, I guess go on eBay and see because there are some CDs. Like I know I have a couple like out of print mm-hmm. rap CDs, which you can't that you can't even get them on like Spotify or anything like that, and they're fifty, sixty bucks. They're selling for right because you just can't get. Sounds so you like a lot of effort, stuff. though. It is. That's what I'm saying. So, I kind of want to put them at the front. Like, you know when you take garbage out at the end of a week and then by Sunday night somebody's always driving around the blocks just taking the scrap metal and putting it on a truck? That's what I you I feel like do. I just want to take this whole thing of CDs and just put... And there's movies in there, too. I have, like, you know, the Godfather DVDs. box set is there. I don't have a Here's DVD. what you do. Can, are, do, you have have the, can, do you have the ability to... Well, the DVD players are like 30 bucks or something. Do you right. have the ability to narrow out of those 2,000? Oh, good for you, CDs. Do you have the ability... I work at a radio station. They're mostly stolen. <laughs> can you narrow it down to your top 10, right? So make a top 10 of your favorite... And you get to keep 10 because I have some phone. CDs. Yeah, but you need... Don't you want the physical and the artwork and all of that of your favorite 10 out of those 2,000? And the yeah, rest... I could probably well, you don't go from 2,000 to 10. You want to go from 2,000 to maybe 100. No, 10. You know? Ten, get a day. Let's let's do it. But let's bre- cut it off. But don't don't just give it away. Bre- you, know. you know me. I want to go from two thousand to nothing. It's like pull the bandaid off, throw it all out, and you know, put it in. It you got you got the truck. You got the pickup truck. Throw them in the back to go to the nearest uh, uh, record shop. There's a couple left here near us. Go for it, and you know, get something for it. Yeah, maybe you know, you probably so. get five hundred bucks for two thousand CDs and I- DVDs. Mm. 
There you go. And then guess what and that that's is? that's all you had to do. Gambling money. You go, here you go. Yeah, you're How a- did we get to there from a one foot long tater tot? I don't, I don't understand. Know. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not really sure I know how that happened. Uh, we did that uh, to ticket stubs, uh, yeah. to memories, uh, to right. you taking your son to the record store and realizing yeah. CDs existed. How happy And here was. we are. Yeah. Well, Roger, JP, one to five, The Bone, Real Raw Radio. We'll be right back. Waiting on a tax return? Hopefully it ends up in your hands. Fraudulent tax returns due to identity theft increased by 30% in 2023. If you're in a bind this tax season, LifeLock can help. Our U.S.-based restoration specialists are experts dedicated to helping solve your identity theft issues. And all LifeLock plans are backed by the Million Dollar Protection Package. So we'll reimburse you up to the limits of your plan if you lose money due to identity theft. Help protect your information this tax season with LifeLock. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com aware.